Hello, I am Kara Murray, and you're listening to the Today I Am Enough podcast, episode number 23, Learning to Love Broken. I am so thrilled to be back. It's been a while. I needed to step away, and I'm super excited to be back. And today, I'm going to be talking about a little bit of why I needed to step away. But first, I have some huge, huge news I need to share with you. I have created a new community with a dear friend of mine, and it is called Warrior Women. We lead women to Christ by teaching about and encouraging connection with God. And we are so excited to be kicking off this community with a women's retreat. The retreat is called Koa Lakoa, which is warrior in Hawaiian. And it's coming up on March 19th into 20th, 2020, and it will be in Eden, Utah. Eden is a small community up Ogden Canyon. Spaces are limited, so I need you to head to my website for details. I will also link website in my show notes. So go check it out there. We would love to have you. It's going to be so fun. We're going to eat. We're going to laugh. We're going to learn. We're going to connect. And it's going to be the perfect way to recharge. So we hope you come out. I have been away for a while. I really needed to step away and figure out what I needed to do with the podcast, with Today I'm Enough, and other things I needed to focus on my family and on myself for a little while. In July of 2018, my family went on a cross-country trip for three weeks, and it was incredible. And when we came back from that trip, I started having some really random things happening. I was noticing for a while my hair had been falling out, but it just seemed overly excessive. If you've had a child, you know about three months postpartum, your hair just falls out in chunks. And that's what was happening. But my youngest child was six and it was really strange. And I all of a sudden started gaining weight really quickly. In about three months, I gained 25 pounds without changing a single thing. And I just, there were some other really weird things. And so I finally decided just to go see a doctor. In fact, what finally got me to the doctor was I would sit down and I would have gotten like six to eight hours of sleep, really good sleep, wasn't disturbed at all. And I would sit down anytime during the day, at night, and I would be so tired. I could only read like a page and a half of a picture book to my kids before I had to stand up because I was just going to fall asleep. I would take a nap at 6.30 or 7 o'clock at night and then still need to go to bed at 8.30 or 9. I was exhausted and it was so strange. So I finally headed into my doctor and I explained some of my symptoms and there were even more than that. And I just was like, I don't know what's going on. And she decided right away, we're going to do a blood draw and we're going to test your thyroid. And it hadn't even occurred to me to think about this or look it up or anything. I had to wait a couple of days to get the results of that test. And a normal thyroid levels are between 0.4 to 4. It kind of varies depending on the website that you look at. But that's a normal range for a thyroid. If your thyroid is low, it's going to go into the high numbers, so above 4. And if your thyroid is high, it would go into negative numbers. It just means... If you have a low low thyroid, it means one of those levels is too low and it's causing a spike in another level. They told me that I had hypothyroidism and my thyroid level was at a 19. So it was excessively high. I was immediately put on medication and several vitamins and then 
what they do is they take your blood work again six weeks later to see how the medication's working. And that's a continuous process until they figure out your dosage. So that first round of medicine was so helpful. I saw immediate results, which doesn't always happen. But I think because of how bad my thyroid was, it just was going to get better. I almost instantly wasn't as tired. It was amazing. The next time I went in, the nurse said to me, are you even taking your pills? And I was like, yes, every day I'm feeling so much better. But it was still, it was below a 10, but my level was still higher. I I don't remember the exact number. I think it was like six to eight. And so they gave me a different dosage and I was on that. And at that point, I started talking to a few friends and decided to go try and find an endocrinologist who I could talk with and who would know more details. I made the appointment with the endocrinologist and I got in and as an endocrinologist, what they'll do is they will take an ultrasound of your thyroid to see if there's any damage done by autoimmune diseases. With hypo and hypo hyperthyroidism, you can have different autoimmune diseases with each one, but it is actually very common. So I went and saw her. My levels were actually doing pretty well, and so I don't think my medication was changed at that point, but she did decide to do an ultrasound. And in that ultrasound, we saw damage to my thyroid. She showed it to me and explained it to me. And that damage meant that I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease. I have a good friend that had told me that she has Hashimoto's and she hadn't told a ton of people, but I was one that knew. And so she was actually the first person that I messaged. I was like, I have this. I'm like, not really sure what I'm thinking about it yet. And it took me several weeks to let everything sink in as I kind of tried to navigate what this really meant. And this wonderful friend of mine has been so sympathetic and so helpful and so encouraging. She would just kind of periodically check in on me. But like I mentioned, it really did take a while for me to soak in what this meant. As I did research, a lot of things mentioned that the best option is to stop eating gluten and stop eating dairy. That's a lot of things. (laughs) It's a lot of delicious things. The reason is because we, so our immune system recognizes bacteria and viruses and things like that. But what happens is that the molecular structure of the gluten and dairy and then the thyroid hormone are all very similar. So what happens is the immune system mistakes the gluten or the casein in the dairy for the thyroid tissue. And then it goes on. And every time you eat the gluten or dairy, their proteins are able to escape into the bloodstream because of leaky gut, where that triggers an attack from your immune system. And because of the molecular structure, the thyroid tissue ends up as like the crosshairs as well. So it's it causes permanent damage. There's no way to uh, reverse that damage to the thyroid, but you can put the Hashimoto's in remission. But the only way to put it in remission is to heal your body inside. And the only way to do that is to stop eating gluten and stop eating dairy. And sugar just enhances a lot of things. Obviously to stop 
eating so much processed sugar is a huge game changer as well. I am very, very, very much in the middle of this. And I was officially diagnosed with Hashimoto's in July of 2019. I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism in December 2018. It's been over a year since I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. And it's only been about seven or eight months since I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And because I've really had to internalize what it means and grieve in some ways, it's been a process. And I have been able to have times where I've eliminated those foods completely, but it's been a struggle to find that balance of eliminating all of those things and how and when and do I do it all at once or do I do it a little bit at a time. It's been a process and I have had to change a lot of my thinking. I really had a time where I had to grieve that my body wasn't functioning properly and that it was literally attacking itself. Every time I eat gluten, I'm literally letting my body attack itself. And that is a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow when your body doesn't work the way that it's supposed to. And I know so many of you know what that's like and maybe not in the same way. It's similar. So I've had to change my ideal. I had this weight loss plan that I was going to use, like a a lifestyle change that felt totally doable to me. And it's been really, really hard to make that gluten and dairy free. And so I'm having to switch my mindset on a lot of things and learn to love myself where I'm at instead of like, thinking that it will be easier to love myself when I have this under control. And I just, I struggled to be compassionate with myself for a long time about it, but I'm, I've worked on that and it's really given me a lot of sympathy towards other people who have autoimmune diseases. And that's not anything that I really was overly compassionate about because I don't think I understood what it meant for them or for their bodies. So one tool that I have would really love to share with you that has actually been really helpful to me, especially now as I have days where I really struggle. My wonderful friend Brittany has created a self-compassion workbook. In this workbook, she goes through, you have a task each day and something to read each day and something to journal about each day. And she just helps you work through hard things that you've been through. And I'm excited to have this tool in my life so that I can keep using it for various things. When I first got it, though, I was really in the thick of figuring out how I felt about Hashimoto's. I knew how I felt, and it wasn't very nice how I felt. I knew I wanted to not hate that part of me. Brittany's self-compassion workbook really helped me with that. It really helped me accept that part of my life. And I don't love it, but I'm also not mad about it anymore. I'm still working through things like I mentioned. I'm still trying to figure out eating and being consistent with eating so that I'm not hurting myself, but it's still really hard. <laughs> and so I am going to put I am going to put a link in my show notes for Brittany's self-compassion workbook, and I hope you'll go check it out. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Brittany is amazing. She has a great company called Get Out There Girl. 
and you can look her up on Instagram. Uh, she's actually told me yesterday she would love to be a guest on the podcast, so you can look forward to her episode. She has an awesome story that is incredible, and I'm excited to share that with you. One big reason that I ended up stepping away wasn't necessarily known when I first stepped away, but it gave me the opportunity to deal with this and figure it out in a space that I could figure it out without the stress of other things. I'm excited to keep sharing my story with you. The things that I've learned as I've been away and I'm really excited to be back and I'm really excited for some upcoming episodes that we have. It's going to be wonderful and I hope you have a wonderful day. Don't forget to check out todayiamenough.com for information on the Koa Lakoa retreat. It's going to be incredible and I hope I get to see you there and don't forget today you are enough.